I love to travel. There's something about it that's just always infatuated me. Maybe it's walking through the airport and seeing all the planes lined up, or staring out the window as our flight rises into the clouds. Either way, there's really nothing else like it. I've been traveling a lot ever since I was around four years old, and that's all thanks to my mom. She was born and raised in South Korea, and that's where her entire family still lives. She then ended up moving to America when she was around 21 years old. When my dad married my mom, he made a deal with my Korean grandpa, my Hadabaji, that he and my mom would visit Korea every four years. This means that I've been to Korea four times throughout my entire life. I'm 18, by the way, as of recording this anyways. Visiting a foreign country is a very odd experience. Sitting in a cramped seat for 12 hours is already bad enough, but being plopped into a new country with a new time zone is just so jarring. And then when you stop seeing stars flying around your head, you realize that nobody there speaks the same language as you. You end up just feeling so out of place all the time. Everywhere you go, you just can't shake the feeling that everyone's giving you hardcore glares because you're an American. Like, I'm talking high school levels of feeling judged. At least my Asian genetics helped me look the part. One thing you need to know about visiting Korea is that it's extremely humid there. Yeah, the heat is pretty bad here in New Mexico, but picture this kind of heat except you're always covered in sweat. You step off the plane just to realize you've just entered the world's biggest sauna. Like, I fail to understand how Koreans even live out here. I'm just struggling not to drown in my own sweat. One of the toughest challenges when visiting a foreign country is always the language. You can never really talk to anyone because nobody will understand you. You walk down the city street and have no idea where you are because you can't read any of the street signs. I mean, at least most signs in Korea have English subtitles these days, so I guess that's a plus. Nevertheless, not being able to understand anyone is still a huge problem. Thank God one of my Korean cousins, Yudan, actually knew a good amount of English. She she was my sister and I's savior. And I guess my mom was there too. I remember this one moment from my most recent trip. My family were all hanging out in our hotel room. My mom and one of her old friends were sitting on the edge of the bed having a conversation. And I was chilling on the bed playing my Nintendo Switch. Suddenly, I hear my mom and her friend stop talking, so I glance up just to see them both staring right at me. Swear to God, that was one of the scariest moments of my life. Once they saw that I noticed them, they giggle and casually return to their conversation like I wasn't even there. You bet I was super paranoid for the rest of the day, and I don't even know what they said about me to this very day. Another time, my dad's sister and I were lost in the subway. We had spent the entire day exploring the city and we were trying to find our way back to the hotel. My dad was having some trouble figuring out the subway map, so he was forced to try and find some help. My mom was with her sisters at the time, meaning that there was nobody there to translate for us. So all out of options, my dad opened up Google Translate, walked up to a lady, tapped her on the shoulder, and muttered some of the most broken Korean I've ever heard. But the funny thing is, this lady ended up speaking perfect English, making my dad look like a complete idiot. We all burst out laughing, and my dad looked super embarrassed. After apologizing to her, she was eventually able to point us to the subway that took us back to the hotel. One of the most important things you have to consider when traveling to a different country is always the culture. They all have their own traditions developed over many, many years, and South Korea is no exception. They have very different traditions than we do here in America. Let me just run through some of the more interesting differences I've noticed on my visits. In Korea, chairs just do not exist. And neither do forks. Okay, maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration, but for the many times we've had dinner at my Hadabaji's house, we've always sat on the floor and used either spoons or chopsticks. The table we ate on was short to compensate, maybe only like a couple feet off the ground. While chairs technically 
existed, you wouldn't really see them around the dining table. It's more like office chairs and lawn chairs. The only time I remember seeing dining tables that had chairs was at McDonald's, an American restaurant. That was also the only time I remember a fork being given out, now that I think about it. Even our hotel room didn't have any chairs, just a couple of mats to sit on. In Korea, you always take your shoes off before entering a house. Every house, apartment, or hotel room I entered in Korea had a small space near the door to take off your shoes before entering. As weird as it may sound, I actually kind of enjoyed this. It gave me an excuse to kick off my shoes, plus it meant there wasn't a bunch of dirt being tracked around the house. I kind of wish we had this here in America too, but I already know that's not gonna happen. Something weird that I noticed while visiting is that nobody in Korea has short hair. Even the boy had hair that was at least a couple of inches long. This became very clear to me on my second trip to Korea when I was around six years old. Back then, my dad used to basically buzz cut all my hair off. I never really liked it, but a six-year-old me thought my dad would twist me into a pretzel if I tried to defy him, so I just decided to roll with it. I had gotten a haircut right before leaving for the trip, meaning that all of my Korean family was gawking over how short my hair was. Apparently, they just never knew that hair this short even existed because they all acted like it was the biggest thing in the world. I remember one specific afternoon, my sister and I were taking a walk around the city with some of my Korean cousins and they would just not stop touching my hair. And then they just kept talking about how short it was. My sister found it funny and a six-year-old me kind of enjoyed the attention while also being very uncomfortable. Overall, my experiences of visiting Korea have been pretty positive, despite how much I make fun of it. There's a lot of cool stuff to see there, like Latte World, which is basically Korea's version of Disneyland, the beaches in Busan, and a mountain with a spring that you can actually drink out of. There are so many more stories that I can tell about my trips, like this one time when our flight got stuck in Japan. At least that's what my parents told me. I was two at the time, so I don't really remember. If you're thinking about visiting a foreign country, I highly recommend it. While you may stick out like a sore thumb and feel the glares of all the locals as you pass by, the memories you'll take back with you are so worth it. The only thing I ask is that you do a bit of research on the traditions and culture of that place before just hurling yourself across the ocean. If my mom weren't there to teach me, I probably would have ended up pissing off a ton of the locals. Also get yourself a cousin that can translate everything for you, if you don't want to go insane.